0: You know, there are very few shows that I think we do, Stu, where we kind of discover something along the way. Um, and I think we did on yeah. today's show. It to, doesn't to, happen often. Yeah. And today's show is uh, was eye-opening for us because we got a phone call about halfway through from a guy who really likes us and was really frightened. Really, really frightened. And we connected with that fear. We understand it. Uh, and I'm so glad that that he called. You'll hear this uh, and and so much more, including the uh, latest on the lawsuits that are being filed by the Trump campaign. Steve Dace checks in with the latest on uh, all of that uh, and and so much more, including Georgia. We now have a 5048 split in the Congress or uh, sorry, in uh, the Senate four Republicans just before we went on today Alaska was called so now it's 50 48 you've got to win at least one of those seats in Georgia otherwise our worst nightmare can happen all this and more on today's podcast
1: you're listening to
2: the best of the Glenn Beck program
0: million people that voted for donald trump most of us are split between frustration uh, anger uh, or the urge to do something by and large the multiple allegations of election fraud out of our hands uh, it is now in the hands of the trump attorneys there are a lot of questions and we're going to go through several of those uh, coming up in just a few minutes with steve dace Also, many more tonight on the television show. Donald Trump's legal team needs to go through this process. They need to do it. Anything that anybody is saying to shut Donald Trump down is wrong. It's wrong. If there was election fraud, if there were election glitches, if there was anything that was wrong, whether it changes the outcome or not... For the health of the republic, we need to know about it, and it needs to be resolved. But that doesn't mean we sit on our hands. There is an urgent need to focus on the Senate race, the one in Georgia. Told you in the past how the radical plans that the left has, it will, as, as Chuck Schumer says, we win these seats in Georgia. We change America. No, thank you. No, thank you. This is it. If you're looking to get involved in something, this is it. We can't lose the Senate. And it's now 50 to 48, I believe, right? Officially. 50 to 48, Alaska called today. Mm -hmm. So it is 50 to 48.
1: Tom Tillis was called yesterday in North Carolina. So they basically need to win one of these seats uh, to hold on to the Senate.
0: Also, I'm going to give you information on our... Uh, Constitution and America founding classes that we're going to be doing online. I give you all the information on that. Uh, I urge you as a family to take those classes. Watch tonight at uh, 9 p.m., 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern uh, on BlazeTV.com. If you don't subscribe yet, please join us. Gl- um, BlazeTV.com slash glen Use the promo code Glenn and you will save $30. Let me go to Aaron in Tennessee. Hello, Aaron.
2: Hey, Glenn. Um, I've been listening to you for a while, but I'm really upset, at least how I'm hearing it, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. Okay. But everything I see in the news, everything I see um, from a parlor, and I'm very wrapped up in parlor, Mm -hmm. and it just doesn't seem to me that you're saying you're not spreading the faith of the people.
0: How I mean, am I not spread like wait, like wait, 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 wait.
2: thousands and thousands of votes.
0: How am I not spreading the faith of the people? I'm saying that everything needs to be checked, needs to go through the court system that Donald Trump is the one that is more motivated than anyone else to uh, seek out this corruption. He has the power and the money. To fight it in court and no one should shut that down in any way shape or form uh he has you know another 30 some days make the case in court how is that well doesn't he have until
2: january uh is the beginning of january to be able to do this
0: he has as long as it takes however it is certified december 9th so the certification right now the media is calling this the media has no right to call this you know it's be like me calling the election right. uh so that means nothing but they get together on december 9th i think to certify and then the electoral college is sent to uh washington i think on december 13th
1: yeah the electors so there would be a transition period there from the time the electors actually cast the vote and made it official Uh, between that and January 20th I don't know if there's any process to overturn it after that So he would still be in office until January 20th no matter what though.
0: So Aaron, what are you hearing from me?
2: I just hear like a bunch of negative like talk about how the president doesn't have this or doesn't have that and it's just like, I'm like, I've been listening to you for over 10 years and I'm 40 years old and I'm I really think very, very highly of you. Thank you. And it's just like, whenever I hear this, and it's just like, it puts me down. It really tears me down. So you're the only one that's fighting really in the voice of the 12 hours I listen to conservative talk.
1: Yeah. And I think that, Aaron, that's, first of all, totally understandable. I mean, I I think there's a a thing being passed around. You don't want to just give pep talks that aren't, That don't lead to anything what we want to do is do things that are material and I know I mentioned this before but like Glenn is literally Paying he, he literally donated a small for a meet a, a large fortune shut up to the legal defense of the president for this reason the reason why these cases are going into court in the first place is because people like glenn are paying for them so i mean he's very much on 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 the record here on this i think it's important to understand though that we don't and, and i know this audience doesn't want this they never have you don't want an, a, a pep talk to just everyone get positive about something that may or may not happen. We are trying to be honest with you, and that the the, the president uh, faces uh, some challenges here for this to actually happen. And the only way it happens is not on it's not on parlor, right? It it's happens in Facebook. the court. That's where it happens. It doesn't happen on social media. So we can look at those claims and try to figure out which ones are legitimate and which ones aren't. But the easiest way to identify that is that there is a very interested party who wants to win this election more than more than you do, more than I do. It's Donald Trump and his campaign. Yeah. And they have, luckily, thanks to Glenn, lots Shut of money up. to file lawsuits uh, against these things when they're the legitimate. And they found some success in certain areas. It's right. just a question of can they get to that level of of of
0: of what they need to accomplish, which is multiple states. So, Aaron, can I talk? Can I talk to oh. you? Can I just talk to you, man to man here, um, not yeah. as host and listener, just man to man. I don't know what you do for a living, but what I do for a living is to try to tell people a, the truth and my opinion. I have, unfortunately, uh, I feel my, my calling is to be a warning voice. And, uh, and I don't, I don't usually, I don't usually seem to make an effect in that or any positive effect. And I wrestle every day. I, I, I have told my staff every day since the election. I feel like we're in the eye of the hurricane and I'm just kind of floating because I don't I don't feel like we have anything that I can marry to right now. I am married to one thing, and that is the truth. And I want the truth to be pursued and found. And if there is fraud And they can prove it. It's not enough to have it on parlor. The president is so motivated to have those attorneys uncover any kind of fraud. They just offered a million dollar reward for it. If there is any fraud or quite honestly, if there's a way for the Supreme Court to rule that the things that states like Pennsylvania was doing, and I mean just changing the rules as they went along during the game, that can't be done. And if if that's the case, then make that case. I don't know, Aaron, honestly, how to do my job right now, because I want to tell you the truth. I want you to feel uh, empowered and I want you to feel like this ain't over. But I also need to tell you the only one that can make that case is Donald Trump and his attorneys. And we're looking into those things. But that's just the beginning and I put my money where my mouth is. I want the attorneys to make this case. Does that help you at all?
2: Yeah, it's just like, it's not just you, too. I mean, it seems like everyone had lost the faith of the people, and the faith of the people have spoken, but it's a dumb Democrat, and I'm not trying to be negative towards them at all. It's a political Democrat. Yes, train machine is tearing up this nation and it's not allowing the, the faith of the people to say who they want and who they don't want. I mean, I've been seeing this for I am not scared at all, completely not scared at all. But whenever I turn on you or turn on Sean or turn on Levin, I am scared to death of what news is coming out of your guys's mouth and it's scaring me
0: wait wait scaring you what news is scaring you
2: the way you guys say oh well we found this or we found that and it's just like i don't see that wait. at all i just see a bunch of you know i don't know
0: okay so you're saying I that no trump
2: you... will have a second term i know that with a shadow of a doubt i know that
0: Well, he may have a second term either in a next, you know, a month or so, or he may have a second term in 2024, uh, because I think he is, you know, I I think he fought valiantly here and he may still win. Um, But if he doesn't, I don't think Donald Trump is going away. Donald Trump is in this fight, as I am. uh, And as you are, we can't be discouraged if if he look Aaron you've listened to me for 10 years do you not think I understand fully what is at stake if Biden gets in yes I do okay so yes. there's it do what can the biggest you
2: explain that scares me
0: right so is there any motivation that I would have to go easy on this especially with my own money at stake You know funding the attorneys helping fund the attorneys for donald trump is there no there's no there's no motivation so i'm with you in this fight um we just i believe at this point we have to keep our head down we can only do what we can do the attorneys damn well better do their job Uh, And we will be on the attorneys. Believe me, we will be on the attorneys to make sure they're doing their job. But our job is to remain focused on the uh, the state of affairs moving forward. We cannot put all of our eggs in one basket. If Donald Trump wins, God bless it. Thank you, Jesus. If he doesn't we must pay attention to other things we have to have a game plan going forward or they will take the seats in georgia and they will transform the country you there i don't know what's going on over there sounds like you just opened the door to a lion but uh aaron god bless you thank you so much for calling Uh, I'm sorry that we're, we're disappointing you in, in some way, but I I don't think that's what he really thinks. I mean, you listen to him at the end. I mean, he he has the same
1: feeling I do. It's a tough time, man. I mean, this is a tough time. There's a lot of like, we have this, these Senate races we've been talking about. They go the wrong way. I mean, all of the the, the worst Everything. fears are at least on the table Yeah. again. And and so there's still work to do. And I think it's important. We, I know there's a lot of people here at The Blaze who are looking into each and individual one
0: of these claims of fraud that we're finding, thankfully. And Steve, and Steve Dace is really, he's been leading this charge. He's on with us in 10 minutes. Yeah. Steve, because this is all he's focused on right
1: now. Steve Dace has done it. Uh, Stephen Crowder has been looking at this, I know, a lot as well. Uh, And so, but we also have to, we have to look at that as one thing. And at the other side, we have, we can't lose sight of everything else. We have to be able to, to, uh, everyone has their role here. And we have to make sure that guarding those Senate seats again in Georgia is probably the biggest one right now. But there's lots of other stuff. I mean, they're going to, he's going to start naming, uh, if this goes forward, Biden's going to start naming cabinet members he's going to i mean all of these things are going to start happening on our uh, you know right on top of us and if we
0: don't call it out as it happens we're going to be on the wrong side of it we have to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time Mm -hmm. we are on your side we are on your side as long as your side is the constitution of the united states the bill of rights as long as you won't bend a knee to any government that wants to rule your life or rule over you. We are on your side. The best of the Glenn Beck program. If you are ready for some really great news, keep listening built bar is back and it is unbelievable if you've been listening to my show this year i love built bars uh, it's an all-American story. This is a client I asked to be on the show because I didn't listen to my wife again, and she had been telling me about it, but it has protein bar on it, and those always taste like a doormat. This is unbelievable. The mint brownie flavor? Oh, yes, baby. It is life-changing. The new bars taste better than ever. In addition to the 12 original flavors, Built Bar just added cookies and cream, carrot cake, caramel brownie, lemon almond cheesecake, apple almond crisp. I mean, it's just, it's great. Built bar. Delicious, nutritious, high protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carbs, 100% real chocolate and 100% really good. Plus, they've reset the code for this new launch. Right now go to builtbar.com, use the promo code beck get $10 off your first order. Promo code beck builtbar.com. So let me let me chat with you here for a second. And if you will indulge me, Let me tell you how I've been feeling and see if there's any crossover with you. I have spent the last five years ago, I was fighting against Donald Trump. And everybody was so pissed at me. But I was up until recently proud That I stood my ground up until recently because I think I made it personal and that was really wrong of me. But I did come through with one promise that if he did the things that he said he would do, I'd be the first to admit it and I would apologize on air. And I've not only apologized, but I've apologized in person. I've apologized on the phone. I've written a letter to his children. Because it really bothered me. I think Donald Trump is one of the best presidents we've had. And not, it's so weird because it's not, I have a hard time embracing his approach. But then in the last few years, I've had a really hard time seeing an approach that would work other than that. Look at what this guy has been put through, and he just keeps standing. He doesn't care. He's not beholden to anyone. That is remarkable in today's politics. He has hurt the Trump hotel brand. He has really hurt that. And I can't say he did. He's just been the guy he's always been. Two years ago, I started investigating the Russia thing, maybe three years ago. And honestly, when it first came out before the election, I believed it. I thought, yes, I can see that happening. Don't know if it's true, but I could see that happening. We didn't talk about it on the air because I don't want to accuse him of something like we did with Biden. I don't want to say Biden was doing all this stuff if we don't have the goods on him. And we spent two years investigating and a year investigating uh, Ukraine, about six months just investigating what was going on in the in the House, and the Senate, and the the intelligence community. I wasn't a guy who was comfortable with deep state talk. I'm telling you now, it absolutely exists. I see what's happening with the media. I see what has happened to our education centers. I know where we are. (sighs) I honestly think we're at the end of the republic. Unless we remain standing. And unless we are educated and super, super sharp. I told you what I felt was coming after this election. And as Stu continues to point out today, um, I made a significant donation to the legal defense of Donald Trump. And I gave it before the election. I put my money where my mouth is. I believe it is important to fight with everything in you. I haven't had, I think, the right talk with you. Every day I come home, my wife says, how was the show? I haven't even been able to talk to her about it. It took me three days to tell her how I felt before the TV show seven days ago and every day I've gotten up and I don't know what to say to you because I know we're in trouble and I I feel like I'm in this holding pattern I feel like we are in this the eye of the hurricane The storm is coming. The other side of this storm, it's worse, and it is coming. But right now, we're in this holding period of let's cross all the T's and dot all the I's. Let the attorneys do their work. And I know that's not a message you want to hear. I have looked into these, I mean, I have a sister, God bless her, and she is sending me, what about this? What about this theory? What about this? Have you heard about this? I get it. I, I, I'm, I see all the things you see. I see them all. And I have a really good research staff. And some of the things are worth pursuing. Some of them are garbage. But I, I know this. There is no one more motivated to get to the bottom of this election than Donald Trump. And his team. And I am waiting to see what the team does. What is the White House legal strategy? Because those are the ones that none of us really have to do our homework on. Because if they file frivolous lawsuits, they can be disbarred. If they are presenting fraud, they can go to prison. So not only are the stakes high because they want the president to win this election, but they also can't say anything that isn't true. At least to their knowledge, they can't say anything that's not true without losing their license. So we can't fight it on the air. And I wish I could I really do wish, in many ways, I could say, "Man, there's fraud in Pennsylvania of a hundred thousand votes." I don't see it. I I don't I don't know. I still think that the ballots that uh, Scalia not Scalia, um, but who uh, was the Supreme Court that came out? Uh, what? Alito? Yeah, Alito. That Alito came out on Saturday and said we got a. You got to hold these votes aside. I think there's there's a chance that those things come through and it could change things. And there is no one I would like to see. Pay for corruption and pay for what has been done to Donald Trump more than the Democratic Party. They have been so dishonest. When we started looking into the corruption in Ukraine, I said to, to the staff, we have no sacred cows. We are not supporting or demonizing anyone. We want the truth. And that's the way I deal on everything with my research staff. I want the truth and overturn every single stone. And when we got there, I was surprised. I was not only surprised that Donald Trump didn't do any of this stuff. What I was really shocked at was the fact that they had done all of these things. They had done all of the things they accused him of and more. I know that we've had people on the air that just keep singing the praise of Bill Barr, but Bill Barr, I think you suck. I really think you suck. You're running out of time. Where are you on these things? Where are you? Is no one going to pay for the crimes that have been happening during this administration to this administration? Is no one going to pay for that? I think the answer to that is no. And I was trying to hold out belief. Because everything that doesn't go towards justice And towards the rule of law goes towards chaos. And chaos is our biggest enemy. I should have said to you right away how I was feeling. I used to do that more. But sometimes... I think it's the worry of you that stops me from being real honest about finding the feelings that we both have because i don't want to be the downer in your life Uh, if there's one thing let me rephrase this the biggest honor in my life has been the ability to hear clearly enough to warn you of the things that come our way in advance but it is also the biggest curse i grew up in an alcoholic family i was the one that tried to make everybody laugh so we could move on i hate tension i hate arguments And look who I've become. The exact opposite of that. And I, in many ways, hate it. But I am grateful for the opportunity to serve. And so probably many times I try not to bum you out more than I do usually. by, You know, Jesus is coming in five years or ten years. This time I should have been more honest with you, because I think we all feel the same way. We're trying to hold on to hope, and we're so frustrated by the out-and-out criminal acts that we have witnessed, the lies from the media that we have witnessed, the distortions, uh, the fact that America is turning towards Marxism. It's hard to take. But you know what? We were born for this. We may not like it. We may not want to do it. We may not see a path. But there is one. Because this is what we were born to do. I'm sorry if you don't believe this, but I do. We were all born for a reason. And we may never know what that is until we cross over to the other side. But we have a mission, each of us. And that mission is based in goodness, light, liberty, freedom. Things that expand mankind, not diminish. And this is your call to arms. This isn't a call to physical arms. This is a call to wake up. It's on the edge. And if we don't do the things we must do, educate ourselves, be vigilant, be strong, have a spine of steel. If you're in school and you're afraid of disagreeing with your professor or your teacher because you might get a bad grade, shame on you. If you are not willing to stand up and kindly, kindly seek answers from people, kindly correct people when they're wrong, kindly say, yes, I am a supporter. Yes, I am a conservative. Kindly shame on you it's going to take every single one of us but have the hope that I know there are more with us than against us and there are armies in the spiritual realm who are working with us as well You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Let's go to
3: Steve Dace. Hello, Steve. Good morning, gentlemen. Just so you know, though, uh, my preferred pronouns are president and elect. <laughs> and you guys bypassed those. <laughs> uh,
0: so, uh, president-elect uh, Dace. Um, let me... Uh, let me talk to you about what's going on. There, uh, there are, there is an effort online, and I don't think it is a coordinated. Maybe it is, but there are some people that are just putting out theories, putting things out that aren't true. There are some things that are true, but this is not something that we need to be arguing about. This needs to be argued in the courts by the Trump campaign. Correct?
3: Correct. Um, you know, I talked to some of my. Uh, contacts and, and colleagues around the country, um, you know, in the Republican Party, in the conservative movement, even people we work with here, frustrated, hey, where are the talking points? What's the marching orders? How do we, what's our message? And, and I think we're, we're conflating things here, that this is an extension of the presidential campaign, and it is not. This is now a legal issue. And I think you, you have to understand that, I mean, Donald Trump has lived in courts, and and lived with lawsuits, and that's his natural habitat. You can see the difference in tenor of how he has approached this compared to a presidential campaign. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think you can see him approaching it much more seriously. People, this is not, you know, hey, the the chicanery of the last few years between the Trump White House and the media, and both sides hate each other, and so you have to kind of uh, if you're Stu, you're trying to decide what the truth is with a handicap because, you know, they're both in the margins against each other because they can justify it because they hate each other. So no, all that's out of the window now. This is legalities. I mean, they're going to file 234 pages of sworn affidavits in, in Wayne County, Michigan this morning or at sometime today. I mean, you, you file affidavits under false pretense. You're getting disbarred. People like Harmeet Dillon, Um, Jenna Ellis, the president's attorneys, if this is just, you know, Trump chicanery, as the media is pointing out, they're getting disbarred. Uh, People are going to be charged with perjury. For example, they're in Dallas County, if 200 pages of affidavits, sworn affidavits, were filed that said Glenn Beck has violated every obscenity law in the nine realms by (laughs) streaking naked across town. All right. And if you could prove that you did not disgust all these people, Glenn, by doing so that would be a criminal act on their part.
0: May I just right? correct one thing? If they couldn't prove that I did that.
3: Yes, correct.
0: Yeah, I don't have to prove yes, myself right. innocent. And that's the that's difference right. that's here with, correct. with, yeah. with Trump too. He's got to prove it.
3: Yes. And that will happen. I mean, you'll get clarity on this. I mean, George is going to do a hand count audit of its vote. That is a minimum of what ought to be done in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. I mean, Wisconsin is incredible. They're, there are two largest counties there, Dane County and Milwaukee County. We're being told that the the, the good citizens of Dane County understand uh, how and when to properly use this newfangled thing called the U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> and so their mail-in ballots were delivered on time, shuffled into the deck randomly, like would typically happen with a mail sort. But for whatever reason, they're just complete and total nimrods in Milwaukee County. They're like, uh, I don't know what a postal service is. A, a postage stamp, what is it? The calendar? I don't know. And so... Somehow they just miraculously got delivered at 4 a.m. Maybe the people of Milwaukee County are that dumb. That might be true, or maybe it's something nefarious, but that's why we have to adjudicate this now.
0: We have, um, Hmm. pull up the testimony from uh, the court, uh, I think it was yesterday. I want to just read this uh, to you. It shows to me that Trump is going for a, a different strategy than everyone thinks Everyone thinks he's going to come after, you know, fraud and uh, the Democrats were all in in on it. Listen to this exchange in the court yesterday.
1: This is from the Trump attorney with the court. Uh, uh, Your Honor, accusing people of fraud is a pretty big step, and it is rare that I call somebody a liar. And I am not calling the board or the DNC or anybody else involved in this a liar everybody's coming to this with good faith the dnc is coming with good faith we're all trying to get the election done and i think we were trying to uh, we think these were a mistake they're talking about 592 ballots uh but we think they are a fatal mistake and these ballots ought not to be counted the court says i understand i'm asking you a specific question and i'm asking you for a specific answer are you claiming that there's any fraud in connection with these 592 disputed ballots uh lawyer to my knowledge at present no Court, are you claiming that there's any undue or improper influence upon the elector with respect to these 592 ballots? To my knowledge at present, no. So they're going, I mean, some of the stuff is fraud. Some of the stuff they are chasing is fraud. Some of it is they're just looking at, look, there may have been an honest mistake here. These things may have been just handled in an an improper way. Every single one of these needs to be investigated and pushed all the way to the limits of the law so we know what the truth is.
0: And they're also seemingly going for technical things that... You didn't have the right to change this. You couldn't change that, which will eat at these numbers. Are you seeing, Steve, anything that will tell you that they have enough to change the outcome?
3: Well, we don't know what the outcome is. Remember, that's what we're disputing. Nothing has been certified. Mm-hmm. So we have a projected outcome, but nothing has been certified. So we don't know what the outcome is. Do I think, ultimately, if you if you skip me to the end of the story, do I think that John Roberts is going to eventually mm-hmm. say in the U.S. Supreme Court, you know what, I really want those marauding mobs of leftist riots to show up at my suburban D.C. brownstone here in January and ruin my winter. So we're just going to go ahead and toss this election out. Probably not, would be my guess, but... The wording of what, is, of, what, of, of what they're doing here is very specific and circumspect, I believe, for a reason. And it is because we have seen this multiple times in the federal courts and then also at the U.S. Supreme Court, where they have violated their own principles of stare decisis. They have violated their own precedents. They have violated established constitutional law in order to rule against the president because they don't like what he says in public. Uh, and so what I think you're watching the Trump White House do, which I think is another sign that this is not some gaslighting technique, but legally they are very serious about this, is that they are, with their, they are practicing a level of restraint, Glenn, that, frankly, men like you and I have pounded the podium for the last four years in a lot of debates and wish they would have practiced, right? Okay? Mm-hmm. You're watching it take place right now, and I think it's because they recognize this isn't a political argument. It is now strictly a legal one. If we get into motivations— like is it a mass fraud scheme, things of that nature, then all the media influence and everything else comes into play. It comes down to simply a simple question. Is that ballot legal or not? Can you legally, as Samuel Alito issued an order in Pennsylvania over the weekend, his home state, I want those ballots that came in after the deadline. I want them segregated. It's a simple question. Who determines the election laws of a state? A judge who's unelected, or the duly elected state legislature. I think it is very smart for the Trump team to keep this strictly in the realm of what's legal and what is not, and not getting into some broad-based conversation about networks of fraud or anything else. But I will say this, because I can do that. There's about five or six counties in the United States where we are being told the people there are really dumb and didn't know how to use the postage system. And so their ballots were not shuffled into the deck and randomly sorted like the rest of the mail and ballots around the country were. And that's why they didn't get delivered until 3, 4, 5 a.m. They all just happened to be overwhelmingly for Donald Trump with like no mistakes. Donald
0: Hundreds Trump or Joe Biden?
3: For Joe Biden, I'm sorry. Hundreds of thousands of them voted for no other candidate other than Joe Biden. I mean, you know, I, you can pee on me and tell me it's raining, or one of two things is true. The people in those counties are really, really dumb. Those are the dumbest counties in the United <laughs> States of America, and they're just morons, <laughs> or something else. And those
0: ballots it, it didn't have stamps, didn't have postmarks, didn't have right. nothing. How did they yeah. get to the post office? It's Is it like... Miracle on
3: Thirty Fourth Street, where he's like, "I want them on my desk right yes. here." I, I, I'll tell you, Glenn. One of my best friends is doing the, is doing the the vote monitoring in Pennsylvania for the administration right now, and and he's in an up, a more upscale, educated county. He told me two days ago, in an hour, all right, he was able to successfully challenge nine ballots filled out incorrectly, questionable signatures, different ink on the front to the back, the writing looked different, no signature at all, etc. Now this is an upscale, highly educated county. In an hour, he successfully challenged nine ballots. All right. If 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 so there were errors, there were errors on those ballots in those counties, but these massive dumps in these five or six counties that they just so happened to have to roll up Hugo Chavez numbers in order to win, there were no errors. Glenn, you and I are old enough to remember the Florida recount. And people forget that it didn't really kick in with hanging chads. It really started because a bunch of blue hairs in Palm Beach County claimed that they accidentally voted for Pat Buchanan. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was the butterfly ballot. Made, yes, that they made mistakes on the ballot. They couldn't understand it. They couldn't read it. So you're telling me in all these places that they didn't know how to use the postage system, right? They didn't know how to post, postmark something, when to mail it, when the election day was, when the deadline was. They didn't know how to do that, but they did know how to properly fill out Joe Biden. 100% of the time as Joe Biden would say come on man come on <laughs> uh
0: thank you so much steve uh steve dace uh the steve dace uh, radio program on blaze radio and tv immediately following uh this program thanks for the update steve i appreciate it <laughs>